Hello, welcome to a beautiful podcast to fall in love, an unofficial Bachelor Nation show from TV Guide. I'm Liam Matthews, and joining me in TV Guide Mansion is my co-host from Ari Season and Bachelor in Paradise. Don't add her, because she won't see it. Jacqueline Trumbull. I've gone undercover. <laughs> How you doing, Jacqueline? I'm good. You're good? Yeah. All right, it's, it's been, it's snowing a little bit here. Yeah, I've, I hate the winter, but I've decided that I'm okay with it because I love New York so much because I, I don't like certain other places right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Once you go, uh, once you've been in New York for a while, going other places, you're like, this, this is kind of lame. Honestly, even when I was in Hawaii, I was like, I can't really go home. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is, this is a New York podcast now. Okay. So this week started with the resolution of last week's cliffhanger. And yes, Anyeka and Nicole got sent packing. Then it was off to Vietnam where Colton and Hannah G made out. That was their entire yeah. date. Just making out. Similar to last week. Yeah. Uh, Sydney broke up with Colton during the group date, and then Demi got sent home when she went to Colton's hotel room and told him she was falling in love with him. That's how that goes. <laughs> and uh, then Katie got sent home during the rose ceremony, and all three of them warned him that someone or some people were not there, uh, were not the right person for him, and that he should be careful. Ooh. Which leads me to my first question for yeah. you: Who do you think they were warning him about? Uh, Cassie? I think it's Cassie. Yeah. And I think it must just be, you know, they, they they might know about the other reality show. I know. I kind of feel like it's something dumb like that. Yeah. Or, you know, that she, because that, you know, she's on that with like her boyfriend, like her ex-boyfriend. They think he's like, yeah, she's still kind of hung up on her ex, which everyone on this show is, right? No one is not. Yeah. I had mixed feelings about this because I really liked the women who went home. And I actually kind of liked their warnings, mm-hmm. but I kind of just want to be like, dude, like stay in your, like, I, <laughs> I don't know, like right. Cassie, like let Colton and Cassie have their relationship. You don't really know if Cassie, yeah. maybe, maybe they do, but, but I really like the women who went home yeah. and I liked how they put their warnings. Yeah. It was like the exodus of the maturity, the mature women plus, <laughs> plus Demi, yeah. who as we all know, I think is incredibly mature. Yeah. Yeah. We'll definitely talk about <clears throat> Sydney in particular. Love later. Sydney. Yeah. I mean, he's only really into two people. It's, you know, Hannah G and Cassie. So it has to be one of them. And yeah. I don't think it's Hannah G just because I, I just don't, like, I don't think she's there for any particular reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's got to be, there's, yeah, there's just, there's, there's stuff about Cassie that we're going to. I also kind of think the momentum's going with Cassie. And yeah. so if they're developing this plot line, it's probably mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Right, because they're only going to warn about someone who they think he might right. pick. So we'll see that develop mm-hmm. over the, the next couple of weeks. How do you think Colton did this episode? I know we're split about this. I actually thought he did okay. Yeah. So yeah. what what did uh, what did he do that you liked? I don't really know how to articulate this, and I think part of it is that my bar is so low. But I actually really liked his moments with people like Tasha and Katie this week. I just thought he articulated himself well. He was sweet. He and he just. Colton will come out with quotes sometimes that surprise me. And they're not like showstoppers, but I think he's very non-judgmental. Mm-hmm. And he stays in his corner and he's like he lets other people be who they are. I I don't know. I just constantly get that sense from him and I really really like that. And I he does dole out a lot of platitudes, but I but a lot of that I think is editing. Like I think that they on the show, if you if you say these sound bites that are reminiscent of seasons past, like it helps, I guess, the narrative flow because it. I think what The Bachelor does is it 
it creates its own like archetypes for relationships and how men and women act and what's acceptable and what's wanted. And so when when the contestants or the lead like buy into that and they reinforce that, then those sound bites will get kept. So, but Colton sometimes slips in with some like really I don't unique language mm-hmm. or something. And I I liked when Tasha left her one on one time and was like I asked him to be curious about me and. He did. I don't really know how that reflects on Colton, but that is exactly what I wanted from Ari every single time I went into that group date time. It was just like, please, let's not just sit here and like talk about some canned story or like ask each other rote questions. Like, please just understand that I'm an individual and try to be curious about that. And I love Tasha because she says stuff like that. And if she feels like Colton actually reciprocated that, then I kind of like Colton for yeah, it. Yeah, that's... That's the most positive thing you've ever said about Colton. Yeah, well, because I like him sometimes. I mean, I really do. I just think I'm just not attracted to him. And so, and and I think he's objectively very good looking. He's just like the opposite of my type in a lot of ways. Um, But that makes it hard to be really into this. Because like when Nick Vile, who I know everyone hated, like his season was pretty boring, but I was into it because I was attracted to Nick and like invested in seeing who he ended up with. Colton, I don't really feel that way. So it falls flat really often. Yeah. I liked his conversation with, Demi in particular. Yeah. I thought he handled that Which breakup converse? very well. Uh-huh. Um, where he's just like, you know, just very matter-of-factly and like like kindly, but, you know, firmly like, hey, I don't see it. Yeah, I, I do think that he handles those breakups fairly well. He doesn't seem to shy away from it too much which is necessary on that show. You know, there's a little bit... I know I told you I, I could better articulate what I was so angry about last week. And this is the reason I liked this episode is I saw a lot less of this. Mm-hmm. I think what the what the show does, the editing in particular, is it takes heavily nuanced individual uh, interactions and strips them of everything like unique and personal. So, for instance, when Elise left, Colton, instead of saying, I'm sad, I miss Elise, I'm confused, I want her back, anything that, like, a normal person would say, he instead, like, rehashes everything that past bachelors have said about, like, I'm scared now, what if this means not everyone will love me? With this episode, I got that a lot less. I mean, I think when Demi left, he was like, I don't want to put you through a rose ceremony. We've heard that line over and over again, but that's okay. In it's general, kind of true. Yeah, right? it is kind of true. Yeah. In general, I just, it was kind of a, it was kind of a, a light episode, yeah. but I wasn't offended by it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw more of Colton and I saw mm-hmm. a lot more of the women. Yeah. Right. You know, and you're absolutely right. Like, be curious about me is a, that's a specific thing like that's like a like not like Tasha would say that but not everybody would say that yeah yeah so all right Colton got a an a for Colton this week yeah but I want to hear what you gave because you didn't like Colton this week. oh well no I've been I've been persuaded so my third question for you yeah do you think this show should be an hour I don't know probably but I I still managed to be entertained the full (laughs) hour and a half which is the sad part it's oh didn't it yeah. used to be an hour and a half? It was an hour and a half. I think early seasons were an hour and a half, but I think it's been two hours for like at least a decade. <laughs> um, it should probably be an hour and a half. I think they could, yeah, they could do it an hour and a half. But yeah, on on Hulu, it's an hour and twenty minutes, but with commercials, it's it's two hours. Oh, I see. That's okay. That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, 
you know, or they could just show the more interesting interactions. Mm -hmm. Interesting things happen on the show because every single group date and cocktail party, the girls are bringing it and they're bringing fun things to do. And you miss so much of that Mm -hmm. because they just pick and choose specific narratives. Like, you know, I mean, we had to watch like Lauren and Ari talking about coffee and like favorite colors (laughs) and stuff like that. Because we needed to see the right. development of the relationship. But at the end of the day, it's like, oh, my God, this doesn't yeah. reflect well on anybody. I love them, though, just yes. to be clear. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that they didn't have interesting conversations. It's just that most interesting conversations that are, like, unique to the two people get cut because you need to show, like, the lowest common denominators of human experience so that everybody <laughs> like, I relate to right. that. So Right. The, just, just the most, the biggest, weirdest moments are the ones that – but he. Yeah. Or the most mon- or the most mundane, the most mundane and, and can they, be applied widely. Yeah. 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 I would like to see right. I would like to see more of the, the marginal moments. Right. You know, like a whole show of the the post of the credit sequence, you know, like whatever the weird you know how they right, have right, right, little totally. jokey thing. Wait, and it's not like Kerp has never spoken before, you know. No. I mean they've had a relationship developing yeah. and we haven't seen it. She Kerp is getting the Jacqueline edit. <laughs> not yeah. I guess, well, Sydney got a little bit of a Jacqueline edit, but Kerpa also, mm-hmm. I think personality-wise, I don't think Sydney is too much like you, but... Yeah, well, neither of them are like me. No. Yeah. But... I'd um, be friends with Sydney, though. Yeah. I mean, she lives in New York. Yeah. I just think... I think... So, I watch so much TV. <clears throat> There's too much TV. It's <laughs> overwhelming. <laughs> so, just to have less of it, I just want... You know, anything anything that can be condensed mm-hmm. or like short seasons, short episodes, like Russian Doll. Did you watch Russian Doll this no. weekend? So it's this Netflix show. Yeah. It's eight episodes. Yeah. Each, you know, the longest I think is like 31 minutes, usually around 25 minutes. Uh-huh. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Every show should be like that. <laughs> I guess so. But Dexter episodes, then I'm like, I want this to be six hours long. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah, that's... And doing. Dexter was not... Dexter was 13 episodes for eight seasons. There's 150 episodes of Dexter. Wow. This is really relevant to The Bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think I think they could do it in 90 minutes. I think because so because there there's this episode. I really felt there's they're showing us stuff that at this point in the season does not matter. Well, the odd thing is every single one on one date except for Kaylin's. And I actually would put Hannah B in this because hers was entertaining. They're, we're not getting any content. I am not getting to know these girls on their no. one-on-ones. I'm getting no. to know people like Tasha, Sydney, Katie, Demi much better all on like group dates. Yeah, right. During cocktail parties. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what did we learn about Kerpa? She seemed cool. Like, she seemed I, cool. You, I don't yeah. have a problem, with, but I don't, I don't know her. Like, I don't understand their connection. They don't seem like they have chemistry. It's like that felt. What did we learn about Hannah G? She's yeah. hot. <laughs> that surprise. I mean, well, yeah, we're gonna talk about Hannah G. Yeah, yeah, and right. So the Kerpa, the Kerpa date is really mm-hmm. the thing that was like, we don't need to be seeing this. Like, this is filler. Like, we, like, it's clear that there's no, there's no real connection between Kerpa and Colton. She's going to go. She's gonna be gone probably next week. She's not going to hometowns. Yeah, I wonder why he gave her that rose. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. He didn't. Yeah, I think they just needed. Because they, I mean, five people got, I mean, three this week, but there was the holdover from the from the previous week. So it was five. Like, that's a lot of yeah. people for this late in the season. I think maybe they just couldn't couldn't cut that many that week. I don't huh. know. I don't know. But uh, tighten it up. Tighten it up. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. All right. So we're back. We're going to talk about Hannah G. Mm-hmm. 
What is there to say about Hannah G? Well, that's the problem. I don't know how long this conversation yeah. could possibly be. So Hannah G is very hot. Yeah, what are we going to say? very pretty. What are we going to say? Colton is so into her physically. Right. Like that's really, that is the takeaway from this. Mm-hmm. It was like, wow, this is like pretty softcore. Like this is getting pretty, pretty hot and heavy. Yeah, this is when I miss Nick Vile. Yeah. I would much rather have watched that sequence. <laughs> <laughs> right. With him. Yeah. It was so but it, so we got another Colton shower scene, but somebody joined him on this shower scene. And then they were like talking about it, you know, during dinner. They were like, What was the best what was your favorite part of the of earlier? And she was like, The shower. And he's like, I like the shower too. Yeah. They like taking a shower. I That's just, Oh, it's so not sexy to me. I get <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard for me to watch these. Yeah. What did he say? He said, she looks like a little sushi roll. I want to eat that sushi roll. Then I started thinking about his oral sex virginity, and I was just like... Barf out. I know. Gag me with a spoon. (laughs) And then I was thinking, so we know Colton loves peanut butter. So I started thinking about, does Colton, when Colton eats sushi, does he dunk it in peanut butter? Do (laughs) peanut I think Colton might do that. Are you getting this from Bachelor Clues or because of... No, I'm just just (laughs) inventing a rumor. That Colton, uh, Colton puts peanut butter on sushi. This is the des- how desperate. Wow, this is how desperate we are to find content to talk about this yeah. date. Yeah, There's- I mean, the most interesting thing was, you know, back at the hotel, Kaylin saying that Hannah has gotten by on her looks her whole life and doesn't have much depth. Yeah, that was funny. Which is is funny. Not a very nice thing to say, but I very do kind of like nice. it when they <laughs> they bring out things like that. Yeah, but it's just like. I mean, every like the obvious response to this mm-hmm. is, Kaylin, you are Miss North Carolina." It's which, the, but it, but it, I think that that is a short-sighted response. It is because just because you are beautiful doesn't mean that you've relied on your looks. Yes, She's and you don't have other attributes. Other attributes, other because I mean, there's other things that go into pageants. Like you have to, it's not all. Well, you have to have cojones. Yeah. I mean, it is odd that Hannah G has gotten this late in the game and doesn't seem to have strong friendships no, or she that people don't see depth. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I didn't really know. There were some girls I, I couldn't really speak to at yeah. that point in my time on The Bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just, I mean, there's so many people. And by this point, you've made your friends, right? Mm-hmm. Um, watching them make out so hardcore, I was just thinking, like, he's not looking for a wife. He really is not. He is just looking for... Somebody to to smush using Jersey Shore. But you do spend a lot of time making out on these dates. And, (laughs) you know, they could have cut all the conversation, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know if the conversation would have been so boring that I would rather watch that scene. I do. I mean, this is another kind of funny thing about The Bachelor. I don't really mind it that much. But it's like because of the way TV works, they have to pretend that in order to open up, you have to tell a story about yourself. Right. Yeah. Like Like the worst thing that ever happened to you. Right. And it's like that's not really what it means to open up. No, opening up means that you can, or like, you can talk about how you feel and view the world. Yeah. So we never really understand how these people view the world. We all just understand that they are in pain and that they don't like talking about it, but actually they do. <laughs> right. Right. They just have right. Just just pain that they cannot articulate. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the that's the theme of the Bachelor. Right. Right. And then they get rewarded like with a Scooby snack. Oh, uh, good job. You told me about your mom driving across the lawn to spite your dad, which if I were <clears throat> Hannah's mom, I'd probably be like, 
I wish you hadn't told that. I know. Well, right, and I, uh, the morals of these stories are generally the same, which is another reason I like Demi because her moral isn't the same. Hers is like my mom did some things. But I love her anyway yeah. because she's my mom and she's strong and she's gotten through this. Do you want to call her? I'm awesome. I'm going to spank you now. Why don't you appreciate me? <laughs> Every time I hear Demi, I'm like, I learned something yeah. today. I like this person. Yeah. No, she was, yeah, the call with Demi's mom was very interesting. That was that was some, some interesting TV. More kind of in the... Um, idea of it than it actually played out on screen but i mm-hmm. think i don't know i just think you know the first time you've talked to your mobs she's gotten out of federal prison is on the phone from vietnam <laughs> on tv with this loser with this guy who she doesn't know <laughs> and we'll never know and we'll never know yeah. <laughs> you just there's just some just some really weird stuff that happens yeah in this show but uh no but i mean Han and Colton connected because they both had divorced parents. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm looking for in a mate. In my case, <laughs> somebody was, with married parents. Right. And that was, Col- I was just like, oh, he's just so into her that he's just like anything. Anything she said. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I hope we get some more from Hannah on hometowns because she's going to be around for a while. So we got to. Well, she is. We yeah. got to start getting some more from her. So let's talk about Sydney. Let's talk about Sydney. This is my favorite part of the episode. What was your favorite part about this? You know, her 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 bites before this. I was kind of on the fence about her. I think they've made her seem a little bit assertive in kind of a bratty way or mm-hmm. kind of a, not aggressive, but like, yeah. you know, with the banging the pots and the, yeah. she, she's come across a little bit judgmental to me, but mm-hmm. I think this kind of brought it into a, a, a story that made more sense, which is just like, this chick knows what she wants. She she's knows who she is. very seriously. Well, yeah. And she's also like, what's like, yeah, what's the point? And I'm not going to, I'm not going to keep pretending because you kind of have to do a lot of pretending and it's not it's not a bad like with Ari it's not so much that I was pretending but it's like I wasn't going to develop feelings for somebody if he didn't take me on a one-on-one day and I imagine that's where she was feeling too she's yeah. like I could like this guy but I'm never going to find out this is stupid I'm not going to like degrade myself by pretending to fall in love with somebody who's clearly not validating me or choosing me and then she just like left in really badass fashion yeah yeah, no, she totally, yeah, it was just such a such a mature, like, choice. Like, I'm making this choice because this is the right thing for me. Like, I don't, like. Right, and she tried talking to him, and he gave her some wishy-washy bullshit, and she was like, eh, all right, all right. I, I'm going to do this for you. Yeah, she was right. That was, saw a lot of backbone from Sydney. Yeah, and that exit made sense. Yeah. It felt unique. I, it helps me understand Sydney in a yeah. way that, like, Elise's exit didn't necessarily, yeah. which, again, I don't think was Elise's fault. Um, yeah. So did watching Sydney leave, did that bring up memories for you? Well, we left under really different circumstances. Yeah. If I hadn't gotten my one-on-one, I would have maybe done something like that, too, because I had my work thing anyways. But I don't think I necessarily would have been as strong as Sydney or as resolute or as clear. She was really cool because she was clear. Yeah. Yeah, or like you don't mess with Sydney, like <laughs> yeah, and and not in a Sydney's gonna kill you way, but just in like a Sydney can Sydney can smell bullshit a mile yeah. away. Sydney knows what she wants. Yeah, and when she is not getting it, she is out. Yeah, versus I. Well, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then, yeah. So Kerpa's date was they never. She had her stitches out. She got her stitches out. Mm-hmm. Still unaddressed on the show. Mm-hmm. We know she slipped on a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a photo somehow. Um, I think this was her paradise 
audition, right? She's gonna be she's gonna be very good on Paradise. Yeah, I guess so. Because I... she has a lot of even just like looking on like social media or um, in just like the flashes that we have seen of her. Mm-hmm. She's like funny. Is she? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, um, I mean, I obviously I sympathize with this because she's probably really cool and she's probably really normal and she's I, she, she might normal. be pr- kind of upset that her entire relationship has been wiped off. Yeah. the show. Yeah. So, but yeah, I just didn't get any chemistry from them. No, they were like kind of sitting far apart. They there weren't really there wasn't tenderness or like yeah. sexuality in their kissing. It's no. just like, don't blame you, Kerpa. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so she seems just she just seems like a fun hang. Like she seems like she's friends with all the other people mm-hmm. and. Uh, I just wanted to hang out with her. Yeah. So we'll see more of her, hopefully. And her virginity conversation didn't irritate me as much. It was kind of funny when Colton's like, but I just want to be clear, this isn't about religion. She's like, I know. Oh my God, I'm talking about myself right now. That was kind of an interesting story. Like, I would like to hear more about that relationship. That's interesting. That she was in a relationship for eight years. Somebody was saving himself for marriage. But it doesn't sound like she was. <laughs> That's the funny part. Yeah. I'm sorry. But I mean, how old did she possibly be? Like, she was 20... dating him for... I think she's 26. Okay. So maybe she had sex maybe, in high school or something. Yeah. Probably should Or maybe she... Or maybe she... Um, like, maybe they were together from, like, I don't know, 15 to 23 or something. Yeah. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah. Okay, cool. That, that makes sense. I hope to see more. That's all. Sure. Yeah. So Demi? And then... Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to miss Demi. Demi had some good lines again. Demi was like, I, I really like this. She's like, it makes me, I, I can't remember the line, but it was something like, this makes me feel like I'm not worth it. Yeah. But I know I am. It's like, thank you for that addendum. Yeah. Because that always gets left out in the show. Yeah. She, she knows who she is, but she's just like, this is the feeling that you get. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's relatable. Right. I know this is not the facts, but this is how I feel. Yeah. Right. No one has ever loved me back. That was this is painful. I know. I kind of know how she feels. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, who are these idiots out here who don't love Demi? Oh, man. We love Demi. Oh, we love Demi. The headline of my... This show should really just be called We Love Demi. The headline of my recap was <laughs> Colton doesn't love Demi, but America does. <laughs> and people were, were replying like, I don't. And I was like, shut up. <laughs> One refreshing things about, thing about this season is that there was no villain. No, there really wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, even there was conflict, but everybody, you know, right. had their side that you could kind of see where they were coming from. Yeah. At this point, I'm just waiting for the fence jump. Uh, definitely. Definitely. I'm hoping that this ep- next episode is a good one because what they always do is they show these awesome previews yeah. and then you're like waiting and waiting and waiting <laughs> through makeout scenes yeah. and non-conversations when is this gonna happen right. and then it does and then it was kind of a fake edit where mm-hmm. it's like it didn't actually happen that way like they were teasing a thing that never actually happened exactly and you know there's there's actually two shows if you watch the promos all together you'll see a different show yeah. like there was actually a segment of Ari talking about my breakup with him it was much more interesting than anything he said when in the actual show when we broke up he said something like he was very uh sad but like kind of self-conscious that and he said something like i just i've always had this fear that maybe some women didn't want it to be me which is an individual insecurity that is much more interesting and sad and relatable than the sound bites that we're getting in the actual show so you see that all the time in the promos i was crying constantly in the promo yeah no Mm -hmm. you said that i didn't know he said that and then i'm like oh that's so heartbreaking yeah because that's right that's real 
Yeah. Oh, man. Pay attention to the promos. You'll get yeah. better information. <laughs> <laughs> right. They tease that the fence jump is next week, mm-hmm. but we've been burned before. He's probably just running away from a bee or something. That's <laughs> not even interesting. <laughs> I'm a, And I'm worried that it's been so built up that it's going to be anticlimactic. Right. It might not be. We'll see. Yeah. All right. We're going to jump a fence. We'll be back after this. Okay, Jacqueline. Hello. We're doing a new thing. Mm-hmm. We're going to do some listener mailbag questions. Love this. Do you? Yeah. It's fun. Mm-hmm. So this question comes from Janie. Listener Hi, Janie. Janie. Janie wants to know, what are you legally not allowed to talk about? <laughs> Production secrets. Yeah. Um, yeah, and stuff that wasn't shown. Not really supposed to talk about huh. that. Anything? Obviously, I do. <laughs> well, like how? Shh, what? What kinds of stuff that's not shown? Like really? I mean, if a, if a narrative shows something other than what actually yeah. happened, I'm not supposed to talk okay. about what actually happened. Okay. Yeah. But in terms of like like deleted scenes, you can talk about like you know. Like, I think I think to an extent. Yeah. yeah. Anything right? As long as it doesn't yeah expose the machinations of the show. Yeah. Right? And how long does that go for? Is that uh, lifetime? No. I don't think, no, I think I'm free in March. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's a two year, is it a two year? No, it's just one year. Yeah? So but One but year from Paradise, right? No, actually, they, I think that used to be how it worked, but they just doubled down on my contract, but it still ends when, the my season stopped airing in March of last year, so now it's, my contract is up March of this year. And this, this was another thing that, Janie had like a sub question. Okay. And it was like, like if someone says they went on only for TV, like if they were... 100% honest about why they went on. Could Warner Brothers sue them for that? I have no idea. I, I can't imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Because no one ever says, I went on just for TV. Not publicly, no. Not publicly. Yeah. Which is interesting. And so this question comes from <clears throat> Artie. Artie. So did you go on the show thinking you could find love or was it more for the experience? It was for the experience, but I was open to finding love. I mean, you know, it's like with one person. So it's... It's either there or it isn't. But with Ari, it was sort of there. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, right. Because that, that's kind of an interesting thing. I think like the people who go on this show, mm-hmm. I think you just kind of have to be open to the experience. Yeah. And open to the possibility, just like as a personality type. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's kind of weird to go on for love. Like, what, what does that mean? Yeah. It's like going to a bar with one man and, you know, a ton of women and being like, I'm coming to this bar to meet someone. Like, that doesn't make any sense. But if you're open to saying hi to that one dude and meanwhile you just want to take tequila shots and watch football, <laughs> then like, great, go to the bar. Yeah. If people really want to know more about this, they can listen to your Story Collider. Yes. Story Collider plug. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, that I do think that that podcast or speech is the mo- is the best description of my time on The Bachelor and my motivations. And, yeah. yeah. So Candy asks, I want to know if there was genuine political divisiveness in the house or if they just avoided politics talk. I mean, I, I know that like Becca Kufrin was really liberal. Um, and I think she had a belief that Lauren was like really conservative, but I don't think she actually is. So that was kind of confusing. Like uh, Lauren was, I think, very private about that kind of thing. So, so there was some I, tension... I, I, there was a little, but not, and not between the two women. It's just that once you get really far and you're falling in love, you're like, how can this person love both me and this other person mm-hmm. who has such different values? And that's mm-hmm. very, very confusing. So that was going. But I, I, think, I really think that was like a kind of a misunderstanding of Lauren. And I don't know where that ever came from. Like, I don't actually know who she voted for. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we had some political talks, but it was never something that anybody fought about. It, 
it was actually kind of one of the more respectful and open and non-judgmental <laughs> like spaces that I've ever been nice. in politically. Yeah, I'd love to go back there. <laughs> right. That's an, I mean, that also might just be because you are trapped with these people. Yeah. Right? You don't want to. I, I also think that, honestly, these women kind of represent non-polarized viewpoints. Yeah. I mean, they're right. a lot of oftentimes from middle America or, um, you know, if, if this were a show of New Yorkers, then it would be much more polarized or a show of Texans it would be much more polarized. But it's people from all over the country. Um, yeah. Yeah. And people who are open to experience. Yeah. You know, and it's typically not very diverse either. So people yeah. aren't going to have like crazy different viewpoints. Yeah. So the 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 political beliefs of people who work in real estate. Yeah. Yeah. So if you could replace one recurring storyline on the show, what would it be and oh. what would you replace it with? This question comes from listener Amy. Oh, that's such a good question. Damn, I don't know. I mean, I mean probably this this idea that the bachelor can never be so it's not necessarily a storyline, but there's this idea that The Bachelor always has to be in control. And so I think that what happens is they cut a lot of his weaknesses and insecurities and more vulnerable moments. And that ends up in in recycled storylines. Like when somebody breaks up with The Bachelor, then he wonders, like, are people really here for the wrong reasons? Or if two women are fighting or there's a rumor that they're just here for TV, are they really here for the right reason? Like that kind of thing is exhausting. You should really only be caring about a couple of people and talking to them directly and expressing that fear and vulnerability in less like hand ways. Okay. Do you, what do you What do you think? So do you think? So you you would I think you kind of think? Are you saying like it would be more interesting if he was like, I don't know if I should even be here. Like who am I to be? No, like, just like with kind the, of an insecure bachelor. Like who am I to have all these women competing over me? Because that's how I would be if I were the bachelor. When Elise left, Colton didn't express genuine sadness, but I bet he did in real life. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he didn't care that much. I don't know, but I don't think that it was particularly genuine that he was now ter- totally terrified of the outcome, or that he had suddenly been reminded that women have a will of their own and can actually leave the show. I appreciated when that kind of throwaway attitude wasn't there with Sydney's breakup. So I would rather see sound bites like Ari saying, "I I've been worried that some of the women aren't really here for me." Like that's a much more visceral, real reaction to somebody leaving than that canned response. In terms of storylines, though, I don't know. I mean, just a lot of in-house fighting that clearly no one cares about. I mean, that's kind of stupid. I'd rather see people like Kerpa and, like, get to know them. But, yeah, do you have an answer? I would kind of like to see more um, friendships developing. Yeah, that could be cool. that was kind of the great thing about Bachelor Winter Games. Yeah. Which was probably my favorite bachelor season of anything that i've watched it was really nice it was just nice and it was a lot about people forming friendships yeah or like seeing how how these people how they interact with each other when they're just kind of hanging out yeah um i think they could try maybe figure out how to do a little more of that yeah as opposed to forcing drama that is you know exhausting to watch or doesn't feel yeah because it doesn't feel like the hunger games when you're on it i mean it mostly just feels like you're hanging out with your friends yeah so i can i think that's a good idea yeah thanks amy that's a great question yeah i have a question this is a question this is not a listener question this is a me question (laughs) do you think about instagram primarily as a reflection of your personality or is it primarily a business at this point i don't know it's kind of neither (laughs) i don't i don't do ads very often 
So I can't really think about it as a business. I want it to be a reflection of my personality, but that is becoming impossible. I mean, people will find any reason to be offended, any reason to tear you down. It's just when you have to have that level of care, what can you reflect about yourself? Yeah. Um, and when you do have to think about your following and you do have to think about the business side, it's like you also can't be genuine. Like I, if I post a photo with like one of my friends that wasn't on The Bachelor, like it's going to get a quarter of the likes or something. And so then my engagement goes down, whatever. And then my friend is mildly uncomfortable because they did not. So it's just it's yeah, it's just hard. It's just hard to really reflect anything when yeah. I'm so afraid of of saying the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's really tough. It's I mean it's it's tough to be online in the year of our Lord 2019. It's just kind of it's just kind of useless. Yeah. I mean I think it's going to I think it's going to burn itself out eventually. God, I hope so. I think it's I think it has to burn itself out. Just, I like Twitter more, I think. Yeah. But Twitter is even worse in ter- like for some people it's even worse for um getting like just savagely dunked on over and over again like twitter is really a thing that one wrong thing can ruin your entire i agree yeah my mind's on private right now um i i think i like it because i actually like the content on twitter versus like scrolling through instagram like twitter is funnier yeah twitter should only be for jokes it's more interesting it's a news source it's yeah yeah, anyway anyway so it sounds like social media is not good you don't like it it's not really i would like it in a different era i would have liked it five years ago a yeah. lot it was more fun five years ago yeah <sighs> a lot of things were more fun five years ago mm-hmm. <laughs> we live in a weird time anyway will you be going back to paradise this summer i don't think so i haven't talked to anybody about it i need to see what happens with grad school i mean if like somebody reached out then i'd consider it but alan's not there anymore i mean it was last season i would only go on our original cast like i don't know what the likelihood of that is and i i do have to at this point think about I will hopefully have clients soon, and I don't know if I'll even be able to maintain an Instagram. I might just have to shut it down completely. So, but what if there's somebody on the Bachelorette this season who you're like, I gotta meet that person? Well, I doubt that'll happen, but if it does, I can probably meet them through other sources. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, it it would. I would. I wanted the Paradise experience, and so that's why if they were like original cast, I'd be like, oh yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Like I wanted to go on. I just didn't get that experience, and so. Sure, it'd be fun. I just, I just don't know if it's realistic. Yeah. And this sounds like it's a change from. I remember when you were on, you know, Reality Steve. Like, um, I, I was saying fall. I shouldn't go on. We were, and you were kind of saying like, yeah, you were saying like I shouldn't, but if they, I probably would again. Yeah. Well, I don't feel so. I don't feel bad about anything anymore. Like, I stopped reading Reddit. To be honest, that made a huge difference. And I and I had friends like Jenna go through things that were much, much worse, and she came out alive. And so I think a lot of the angst that I was feeling has disappeared. The problem is that that also happened after The Bachelor, and right around the time I went on Paradise, I was feeling okay again. I was like, I can do this. So, I mean, maybe the angst would all come roaring back. I don't know. But and now it's just kind of, you know, I'm, I have a sense of equanimity about it, and what happens, happens. Yeah, right. It's a little further away. Yeah. I think I'm more equipped to handle it, too. Good. Yeah. Good. So last question. This is a question for me. Okay. This came from listener Robin. Okay. The way she phrased it was too filthy, so I had to um, (laughs) kind of put it in my own words. Nice, Robin. But the question is, what do you think Colton cranks it to? (laughs) And? Um, I was thinking he likes the the genre where it's like the the real estate agent, where like the real, (laughs) like the real estate agent. Let me show you around. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then it's like, um, oh, but somebody else made an offer. <sighs> so I can put your offer ahead of their offer, but you're going to have to give me something in return. I think he likes that. Yeah. Especially with blonde real estate agents. Definitely blonde real estate agents. Yeah. Preferably delicately shoving sushi into their mouth. <laughs> thank you, Robin, for that disgusting question. Yes, thank you, Robin, for that. You're a creep. And making Liam answer it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it. This has been a beautiful podcast to fall in love. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Only give it five stars, not two stars. <laughs> the, yeah. Five stars are the only ratings we're really interested in. <laughs> I'm Liam Matthews. I'm Jacqueline Trumbull. We'll see you next week. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to this TV Guide podcast. Check us out at tvguide.com for the latest news, recommendations, and stories fans truly want. And if you're loving this content, follow us on social media at TV Guide and subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TV Guide.